You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deeds about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. Welcome to another episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. I am Tony Payne, your wonderful, delectable person of the day, um, your person every day. Yes, it's another episode and it is still one of one season. So I'm going to tell you a very funny joke. Well, it's not haha funny. It's kind of like, oh God, Tony, there you go again. Funny. So apparently in the previous episode, the last episode I have and probably a whole bunch of episodes I have been I said oh um it's one on one season <laughs> and of course I love you all my wonderful awesome listeners I have said this so many times you are all the best because I immediately get a dm <clears throat> and the dm goes Tony um did you mean one of one art and I'm like, of course I meant one of one art. What do you mean? And he's like, um, Duopto. God, how do you pronounce your name? Duopto.e. Thank you for calling my attention to the fact that I said one-on-one. I am feeling a little bit better from yesterday. Um, I did get a little more rest and the energy is up today. So we are continuing on with one of uh, (laughs) one season and I am not alone today. I have with me a very special guest. Um, She's a storm photographer in nfts and she's also the host of lightning round with Lori grace welcome Lori. how are you oh my gosh thank you i'm sorry <laughs> my, my microphone uh, just cut out again but i am doing great thank you tony for having me i'm excited to be here i can't wait to talk about one of one photography <laughs> not one on one <laughs> right Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, you know, the one of one of uh, wow, (laughs) one of one um, season is, you know, in NFTs, I say they I say, put your money where your mouth is, put your time where your passion is. And Mm -hmm. I said to myself, I was like, you know what? One of one art is fantastic and it's going to get its own season on the nft talk show podcast and here we are and i'm like i have to bring some of the best and some of the most awesome one of one not one on one we could make it one on one though (laughs) one of one artist in nfts to come and sit with me and chit chat about nfts in general and today we're going to be talking about the future of of one of one art in NFTs. So yes, but before we get to that, you know, I would love for you to introduce yourself um, formally to my listeners. Um, I know you are a storm photographer and you do host lightning round with Lori and you're just like a force in the NFT space. Um, So yeah, a little introduction. um, How did you get started in NFTs? Thanks, Tony. I I have been around for quite a while. It feels like I've been around forever. It seems mm-hmm. like in the space, um, and and you know I 
I was like a lot of other people. I, I really think I needed that bridge of, of, of like messing around in crypto a couple of years ago. Like I had seen some of my, my bro friends, coworkers at work, just, um, kind of in the corner. And I was like, what are you guys doing? And they finally let me in. They said, oh, we're trading crypto. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, uh, you know, Dogecoin and, and the silly stuff like that. I love so Doge. That, <laughs> I know, I know. So I, I started to do that, you know, just to throw a little bit of money out that, that I, 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 I had an extra in my pocket, threw a little bit of money into Doge and, and started to to mess around with crypto for a while. And all the while I was, I was, I'm a wedding photographer, but I also chase severe weather storms. I love being able to capture the, the, uh, the extraordinary skies that, that sometimes happens, um, especially during the monsoon season or during the, you know, during the, the spring and summer months along the great plains that cause some big storms, tornadoes, um, huge, you know, baseball size hail. Mm -hmm. I love chasing those kind of storms. So I've been a photographer for doing that since uh, 2015. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So the NFT space, I was already doing crypto a little bit. So when a couple of friends started to already jump into NFTs last June, uh, May and June, I was already getting intrigued, of course, because they, they they would put their NFTs out there. They're one of ones. <laughs> We're going to be joking about this the whole time. When they, I know, right? out, <laughs> when they put them out there, you know, they would actually, people would actually pay them what they thought they were worth. And it, it was something that intrigued me because I worked my butt off for these kind of shots and selling them to, you know, to, to third party companies that would then um, sell them to like AP, the Associated Press or Reuters or whatever. Mm -hmm. My work's been on, 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 has been used in many of these outlets, but the pay is so, we're talking cr crumbs, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just so frustrating. And uh, yeah, so I finally decided to do that too, jump into NFTs. I got into the space around June and July and dropped my first couple on foundation. Within a week, I found so some relatively fast success. It was really crazy. Uh, a couple of my pieces had sold and it was close to an Ethan sales. And it was like, Beautiful. wow, this is amazing. And so that's kind of how I jumped into NFTs. And I've slowly just been jumping into the, into the space with, you know, the photography community, you know, how amazing it is. I do. Um, yeah. It's just it's <laughs> such a welcoming place it to, is, be able it to, is. to be a part of. And, and, they were just so welcoming and and helpful and they taught me how to mint with intention and to take my time you know because collectors want your work but they want the best of you and so they really gave me the advice that i needed at the very beginning and i think that set me on a really great course you know awesome and you have really i mean for I would have thought like you got into the space um, with the clubhouse cruise <laughs> because you really stamped your name in the space. And that's wonderful. You host, a, you host spaces, um, you have your lightning round and um, you're somebody that, you know, people can come to in the NFT space to um, talk to, to get some sort of direction. And um, how has that been? How has that been being someone in the NFT space that a lot of people look up to? Oh, it has been, you know, it has been quite a ride. It's been such an emotional ride, even for me, because I, I was struggling even as an artist and, and coming into the space. I've, I've known, I knew that I 
that I constantly got better and better at my art and what I did. But I, I, I too often found people who were trying to cut me down and that, that hurts. And when you've come into the NFT space and people, these amazing photographers who I didn't even know, like apparently they had like 400,000 followers. They're super influential. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be you know, multi-award winning Nat, Nat Geo photographers. I didn't even know that they were just welcoming me and they were just like, Hey, yeah, your work is great. Just take your time doing, you know, doing what you do and be proud of what you do. And they, they gave me that confidence that I needed. And so you know, finding the success success in the space after I dropped my first collection and having that sold out by December uh, was just so rewarding. But I wanted to reciprocate that that same welcoming spirit, and so I started doing spaces in. I think it was around October was when I started to do my own spaces and just open it up for whoever. And I just wanted to be, you know, I wanted to reciprocate that same uh, welcoming spirit that others had done with me. Yeah. Let's face it. There, there are spaces out there where you don't feel like your your value. Oh yeah, um, I've like heard value. people. I've heard people complain, you know, about mm-hmm. spaces where they don't feel welcomed. I think yours is yeah. one. Um, I'm one of those people that don't always pop into spaces, but I'll pop into yours uh, when uh-huh. I have the opportunity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and so I want to do that. I I want people to feel not only safe, but I want them to be celebrated. You know. I'm a trans woman and it's so important for people to feel like they belong, but yeah. more than that, because, you know, there are some really wonderfully, really wonderful art out there. And if you can just get past people's, you know, whatever your, your hangups are with anybody, if you can just get past it all and then celebrate people for who they are, you're going to see that they're bringing their uniqueness, their individuality into their art. And then their, you know, their art is going to be so authentic and unique. It's going to resonate with you and others. That's where I like to, to, to get into the, you know, into the nitty gritty of it all is to be able to, to see what kind of amazing art people are bringing into this space and to showcase that and to elevate them so that they too also have a chance to, to make sales and find success in the space. Exactly. Totally, totally 100% agree with you on that. You know, you mentioned something just now that um, kind of reminded me of something that happened yesterday. Um, It's probably not 100% related, um, but of course, I love to tell stories. So <laughs> so here goes. Um, You mentioned something about, you know, people coming at you um, in the space. Are those people that are already in the NFT space or there are people that are not in the NFT space? And the reason I mm. asked this was um, yesterday I got attacked by NFT haters. And <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, I'm not bothered by it. It was just, right. um, it was interesting because I had made a comment about obviously Elon Musk must be buying Twitter. And I had mm. commented just jokingly like trolling. Um, I can't remember what I commented, but something like, um, I don't know. I can't remember. I was trolling. So yeah, it wasn't anything negative. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it wasn't anything negative. So apparently they must have gone on my bio and saw the words NFTs and that really triggered them. <laughs> I was like, what? Like they really were triggered oh, just seeing goodness. the NFT in my bio. And, oh, yeah. this, and this girl um, says, oh, um, something about, oh, 
NFTs are only about, and this is why this conversation is also very important and why this one-on-one, why said it again? One-on-one. <laughs> one-on-one season is so important um, on the show because a lot of people have the wrong perception about what NFTs are. And a lot of people have the wrong perception about what is going on in the NFT space because she said, oh, well, NFTs are all about scammers who want to trick teenagers um, out of their money and influencers. And she mentioned, obviously she said that I was a podcaster, um, podcast Mm. hosts and influencers who want to trick people out of their money. And then somebody commented and said, well, um, would you prefer like musicians, for instance, that they keep, you know, having to not make money or being at the mercy of labels? And she was like, they don't musicians don't make money in NFTs. And of course, she's wrong. So you said something Mm -hmm. just now, you know, that kind of made me remember um, that part of the conversation when you said, um, you know, before NFTs, when you came in into NFTs, you had your work out there being used by a lot of like these big names and you were not being compensated Right. Properly for it. But in comes this technology and in comes NFTs that puts you in direct contact with a collector and you feel like now you're getting your worth for your work. Right. No you know? middleman. Yeah, exactly. You know, now I don't have a middleman. I don't have a, a middle person to take their chunk and to give it to guys who are going to take their chunk. And, and then it's like, okay, the creator, the content creator, oh, here, here are a couple of coins for you. And yeah, who cares that you, you drove thousands of miles and that you logged and that you were away and that you died a couple of times to get these shots. <laughs> Thanks for that. We're going to, it's great footage. We're going to use it and we're going to, we're going to televise this. But at the same time, uh, here's a couple of quarters for you. We hope you're happy. Like what? That is the problem with, with uh, centralization right now. You know, yeah. when, when I can, I can, when, instead of trying to sell a thousand prints of one of my shots, one, one by one speaking of, you know, um, it's just, now I can find out that, Hey, it's just me. This is the digital asset. Uh, it's the NFT. It's the digital asset of this photo. I will never again be able to, to, to place this on the, on the blockchain as a one of one, um, NFT, right. As a yeah. non fungible, this one of one is, is only on Ethereum. And when this particular shot in, is, 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 is the only piece. And if someone wants it, they can pay for it, but they're going to pay, you know, what I believe it's worth, what it took me to get. And artists are like that as well, you know, painters and, and a lot of other, and a lot of other type of artists, including musicians. I mean, look mm-hmm. at Snoop. Snoop is all into, I have one of Snoop's NFT music uh, pieces <laughs> called Snoop's Lo- Snoop loves the women. It's great. And it's oh, a, God. a great vibe. <laughs> Big daddy um, Snoop. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I mean, look at what Snoop's doing. He can, he can put his, he, he, him and his son can put that music, create it, create this really cool beat with it. Um, and sell it directly to the to the people who love his music, whether you like him or not. I love the Snoop, but <laughs> you know. exactly. yeah, exactly. And you know, um, you said something just now about um, you know in selling prints and then having the NFTs. I get this uh, argument a lot, or I hear this argument a lot in NFTs. When you have an NFT and you have sold the NFTs, is it okay to sell prints of that NFTs? 
aside from the NFT being collected? I'll tell you what I think, but I want to hear what you think. And does it make it a one of one if there's a print? What do you well, think? That that is such an easy question to me for me because I've been in the space long enough to know the 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 right answer as far as um, as far as if you're just talking about the non fungible tokenness of mm-hmm. a one of one on the blockchain. Um, so let let me let me put it this way: my genesis piece on foundation right now, not shilling, but I just wanted to let people let you know that <laughs> shill away. I have, my, <laughs> I have my genesis piece, and it is the best shot of lighting that you'll ever see, uh, mm-hmm. hands down. That's how bullish I am on this, and it incorporates blue hour, incorporates golden hour, and the the intensity of these bolts. And they were really close to me, by the way, shooting super wide. And to capture this one particular shot, it is listed right now. I think at 30 ETH on foundation Mm -hmm. and it's going to stay listed at that because it's my Genesis piece. But um, at the same time, that image has been copyrighted, right? The, the, the image itself has been copyrighted, not the NFT, but the image itself um, in according to us law is copyrighted through the U S copyright office. So if someone, if a magazine or someone were to steal the JPEG or whatever you want to call it and put it on a magazine or claim it as their own, then yeah. I have, I have separate recourse because we're dealing with, you know, us law, we're dealing with the copyright for that, but token, the, the token of that image on the blockchain is there and it stays there until somebody buys it. And if that person buys that token, that, that non-fungible token, that's what they're getting. Do, will I send them a huge, large acrylic or metal print of that? If they so desire, I absolutely would do that because they, yeah. just, they bought my Genesis piece, but do, am I required to do anything other than offer that NFT for sale? I'm not. And if I want to continue to make prints, um, and 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 post that same image to the web or whatever I wanted to do with it. Tech would be in the right to do so. Now that said, I've decided that if I sell that NFT, I will never again make another print because I want my collector to know that I'm done with it. That that's theirs. That they bought yeah. the NFT, and not because I have to, but because I want them to know that that I have that much value in that particular. Genesis piece that I'm done with it. And they believed in me by paying me what I believe it's worth. And now everybody else is just out of luck and they're going to have to to pick up another one of one of my pieces somewhere else. So we, we share the same opinion then, um, because I feel exactly the same way. I feel the NFT is the NFT and prints are prints, but I also have an extra layer to how I reason um, it's like yeah. how the Mona Lisa is. There's only one Mona Lisa, but there's copies of the Mona Lisa. Right. And no matter how many copies of the Mona Lisa exist, there will only be one valuable Mona Lisa. So I look at it this way. Mm. I look at it as the person that is holding the NFT has the original Right. And then mm-hmm. the copies are like, you know, we went to um, Universal and we got a copy yeah. <laughs> like souvenirs almost. Right. right. So whoever is buying a print, obviously at a cheaper price, they just have um, souvenirs um, of that particular art piece, not the not the original NFT. That's the way I look at it. And I totally agree with you on that, because um, some people go, oh, well, if it's an NFT, then you 
burn one. If you own a physical piece, then burn the NFT. If you own an NFT, um, if you own the NFT, burn the physical. And I'm like, that didn't make any sense because right. it defeats the whole purpose of the NFTs in the first place. The NFTs is what you're actually getting is that thing on the blockchain. But um, again, we're you know they say we're early. <laughs> you know, right. so you're you're gonna have. <laughs> You're going to have different opinions forming. But again, because we're early, I think it's so important that whatever foundation we lay now, um, you know, is what's going to stick. Right. So we have to make sure we're laying the right foundations because some pieces, mm. um, I mean, you're a seasoned um, photographer in NFT. So there's some people that are still selling their art for point zero zero three which is the equivalent mm-hmm. of eighty dollars or a hundred dollars or you know right. two hundred dollars and saying once you sell that piece for two hundred dollars it's a wrap that's done whereas yep. it would have probably cost a lot more than two hundred dollars to even make that piece in the first place is absurd to me like it's like it's a one-on-one to me now <laughs> yeah or gas prices right like they I yeah think, i think what 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 people are are failing to consider and i've i've been guilty of this too so you know i i'm in the same boat but i, I have oftentimes failed to consider the amount of gas it costed to mint it and mm-hmm. then to sell it and then to purchase it you know if someone's purchasing it also but oftentimes if you're minting and like on foundation to close the deal, right? You have to pay yeah. a minting fee. And whether you or their collector chooses to, to, to pay the gas on that, there is gas. So if I'm selling a piece for 0.005 or for, for $80 and gas is 100, you're not going to buy a loaf. I, I tell people this, you're not going to buy a loaf of bread for a dollar. I don't know how much where bread is right now, but sixty. <laughs> Last I checked, three fifty nine. <laughs> oh my goodness. You must get the wonder bread then because I, I, I the get the good stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I buy the cheap stuff as long as it's got the wheat in it. But oh, you know, I, I, need, say, I need say the soft pay, one. <laughs> there you go. So let's say you pay two bucks for a, a loaf of bread, you mm-hmm. know, at the, at the dollar store or something. You get you pay two bucks for it. But let's say that that the tax on that was 250. Like, wouldn't you be like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I just, I hope people understand that sometimes it's you, you can truly undervalue uh, yourself. And, and especially when you're having to pay gas, you're paying more than it's worth. So, yeah. um, And I hope, you know, again, I hope collectors, well, I mean, seasoned collectors that really truly collect um, one of one art and are passionate about one-on-one art, they know and they understand, then they know the Mm. struggles of the one-on-one artists in the NFT space. So um, the prices don't bother them, I guess, as much as, you know, somebody that maybe is not very familiar with um, the NFT space. So circling back to not being familiar with the NFT space, we're going to circle back to my little story <laughs> um yeah, yeah that's, if, that's sad that they, that they were trashing on you but it happens, oh yeah you know? i'm always here for like i mean i'm i'm either one of two things will happen i'll either ignore completely like oh lord internet people or i'll mm. just engage just because i'm having fun um and i'll just kind of engage to the point where i'm annoying to them <laughs> <laughs> They should hope I ignore because I can get pretty annoying. <laughs> Be careful because she's going to come back at you. Yeah. <laughs> I can get pretty annoying. So circling back to that. So, you know, 
being someone that's in the NFT space and having found better success in the NFT space for your um, storm um, photography, what would you tell somebody like that? Somebody that's looking at the NFT space and saying, oh, you're all, it's all a scam. Artists are not making money. It's not benefiting artists. Um, people are just ripping people off or it's just a bunch of, she said it was a bunch of cartoon, ugly mm. cartoons. Oh God. Yeah. Just, so, you know what though? It, you know, so I think it's important to acknowledge because oftentimes people who are are not new to the space, but they've done a little bit of research. What mm-hmm. they're going to do is they're going to instantly look towards the things that are going to possibly get them the answers that they're already looking for. But like, if you go to YouTube and you start looking at it, you'll find some really great content on YouTube about the negative aspects of NFTs. And I get sent these links all the time. Like, have you watched this, this two and a half hour documentary? <laughs> and I'm like, but so what I think it's important, I I, I don't think it's important. I actually think that every one of us, if we're going to be doing something, you know, we need, whatever you're doing, you need to be able to have an answer to it and you need to, to know your why in the space. And what's important to me is I actually do. When people tell me, have you seen this? I'm like, yes, I have seen this video. You want to talk about it? Because let's see what, what they're, what, what they're talking about. And quite frankly, we, you and I both know, yes, this is not the perfect world. Neither is Web2, by the way. If you haven't ever been ripped off on online on Web2, uh, you probably are not on Web2 at all. Because I know, right? <laughs> there are, yeah, there are, there are problems. Come, there are always problems with, with scammers. There are always problems with people who want to take your bread. And I say, yes, let's look at that. Let's talk about those things. It's important for you to know, because if you are going to look into this, you have to know that there are are, are positive things about this, but they're also negative. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's no one can deny that there are negative aspects just like there are in web two or in real life. Exactly. You know, you're not going to leave your car unlocked if you've got your person there or exactly. anything, you should never leave your car unlocked. Then why would you come into the internet in web two or web three and just loosely throw your, your crypto around and wonder if, you know, then wonder why, uh, you got scammed or because you just so blindly click links. So I just think it's important to address that and, yeah. you know, to talk to people if they say, Oh, well, I have questions. Great. How can I help answer? And you, and I just tell people web three might not be for you. If you are terrified, <laughs> you should probably not be doing web three yet. I think that you need to have all the answers. We, what do we say? D Y O R, right? Yes. Uh, if people don't know it, do your own research. You know, you absolutely need to do your own research. So if somebody in, in Web3 says, oh, you know, that's just being dumb. You know what? They're not doing their own. I, I think we owe it to other people if we're trying to onboard people into the space mm-hmm. to find success like I have found and like you have found, Tony, through showing up for yourself each and every day and for these other artists who are finding success, finding financial success and freedom um, in the space. I think in the it's space, important yeah. To, yeah, I think it's important that they do their research. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you. And I mean, again, you know, still brings me back to why. I mean, I've said this so many times, and I think I'm starting to sound like a broken record when I say this. But I feel like what needs to be the foot that needs to be put forward for NFTs to look good um, outside is we're still like the one of one is still going to be that savior that cleans up the image of NFTs because. There are a lot of people out there that don't believe 
that people are actually selling art, like real art, like right. art like mine, art like yours. Um, and even the, you know, cartoony art they're talking about, that is still <laughs> art. But, you know, unfortunately, maybe they've been exposed to like cash grabs and people complaining. You know how they yeah. say like it's the bad news that travels faster. Mm, um, and I think so that's what we're, what we're dealing with here. And I think for the importance of um, or the future of one of one art in NFTs. I think we need to. I don't want to say work twice as hard. I don't know. What do you think we need to do to make sure that the good overshadows the bad? I really love that you asked that question because usually, usually I don't get to. I don't get to deep dive into those topics, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people are afraid to answer that question, Tony. To be honest with you, I think that. It's so important if you want to be an artist in this space that you absolutely need to be bullish on yourself. Oh, yes. We, you and I have talked about this. We have. My spaces. <laughs> and, you know, because it can be crushing. I think it's important to acknowledge that if you're going to be in the space, you need to, to find that tool belt that includes the self-confidence that you need to make it in the space because you're going to have to show up. No one said this is going to be easy. There are no guarantees mm -hmm. anywhere. There are no guarantees for you to find success in the space. But I like to tell people, I, I don't necessarily believe in wag me, but I really do believe that you can make it. You as a person can yes. make it if you, if you choose and you commit and you find the right community of people who will be there by your side, because I'm an example of that. You know, I could have been crushed by not only this space, but I was crushed by Web2 when they yeah. were throwing coins at me that I couldn't even buy a loaf of bread from, you know, like, come on, really? The whole now? struggling artist thing. Yeah, it's about I mean, it's been long overdue. Um, art is something people enjoy, you know, mm -hmm. why would I pay? You know, I can go to a restaurant. Well, <laughs> fancy Tony and spend well, not me personally some people go to a restaurant and they'll spend five thousand dollars on a bill to eat you know whatever it is um, because they enjoy it right, right. you know yeah. you go to a club they'll do bottle service and come out with a ten thousand dollar bill because they enjoy it mm. and art is something that we all enjoy so why shouldn't that have a price tag you know um but yeah well, and what I'm what I'm discovering is that there are people who understand crypto, who understand web three that agree with you, who are collectors. And there, there, there are, there are still more collectors coming into the space, but you're right. Those people who love art, they're, they're willing to look at my piece and go, Oh, Lori is offering this particular NFT, this particular image of lightning crossing a rainbow twice. You know, wow. how did you do that? I'm sure I think she's asking a one ETH for it. She's asking 3,200 bucks for this technically. Mm -hmm. And and for someone to go, yeah, I think that that's fair. And to buy that, there are people out there doing that and finding yeah. value because they find value in the art. And who am I or anybody else to determine what another person finds value in? You know, I don't like, I don't, Tony, I don't like, um, NFL memorabilia, right? I know I have yeah. a friend who had a <laughs> door set, Tony door set. I think I think like thousand bucks. Give it to me. It's not worth anything. To me. I don't care. I I did like the Cowboys back in the in the eighties, but you know what? I would never pay that much. So who's to say that someone shouldn't want to pay? 
you know, one ETH or half an ETH or whatever you want to call it for what you think that you're worth for. Exactly. For what they like and what makes them happy. Right. And which still brings me back to the example of, you know, people go and buy a Birkin, (laughs) you know, and I think, you know, speaking on the future of NFTs, I think it's going to get to a point where um, NFTs besides what we have going on now um, with like things like the board apes, I think Mm -hmm. it's going to get to a point and, Quote me, everyone listening, quote me, write today's date down and say, Tony said this on this day in the year 2022. (laughs) And she said it, and it's going to get to a point where um, NFTs will be, you know, your Birkins, you know, Mm -hmm. NFTs will be your Fendi, your Pradas, your, oh, I have this NFT, not in the terms, in terms of like the board apes. I'm talking in terms of like one of one art. I own a piece kind of like how, you know, the Mona Lisa, I own a Tony Payne, I own a Lori and I own a this, and it's going to get to that point where people are now. Do you own a Justin Aversano? I can't afford a Justin Aversano. True. You own a Drift? (laughs) Yeah. You and I would not turn down a single piece from Drift, right? No. (laughs) I I will gladly take it off you. Yeah. He gives me anxiety, but no, I wouldn't. (laughs) Right. Why? Because they're blue chip. They're all it's already happening. And what I think is important is that I I need people to know that I'm a blue chip. And when people invest in me, when they buy my NFT, I believe that I'm going to be the next blue chip up there as well with those names. Because, you know, Rembrandt says I'm not saying I'm any of those, but you know, these these artists back in the day, they didn't necessarily have success right away either they grew into their success and they were they continued to to do that and i just wanted to say tony i think the thing that i learned about the nft space the most as an artist myself as a photographer Mm -hmm. is that if i don't like something that's okay right i don't yeah i don't like this pfp because it's just whatever it the art is bad or who cares if somebody else likes it? And the same thing goes for, you know, composite photography. I yeah. used to be one of those purists, like, ew, you're, you're making, it's not even real. <laughs> and now, you know what? I don't care because it's not hurting me. If you enjoy it, if you think that that's art and somebody else appreciates that and they want to pay for it, knock yourself out. I am wasting too much time, uh, too much energy focusing on anything that's negative in my life. Right. Like, don't you just love creating you, you're, you love doing still photography, but I could not compete. I I couldn't hold a candle to your photography when it comes to that, because you're good as (laughs) what I do. Yeah. What you do. Yeah. And you're great at what you do as well. Thank you. So, you know, let, let people do their thing. If you're, if you're going to double down on just feeling negative, you know, there are a lot of people like you and I are like, I just don't have time for that. I, I want you to, you know, I want you to be happy. If, if you yeah. like your Tony Dorset Jersey and it's in your, it's in your man cave, go for it, buddy. I don't care. You know, <laughs> it makes, if it brings you joy, go and buy a Joe DiMaggio card for a million dollars or whatever. If that means something to you, then so just don't knock other people when they're, they're, uh, they're finding value in something that you in something. You're, you're very correct. So I'm going to make a little confession and I, you know, bad Tony, bad, bad Tony. Um, (laughs) so there's this one particular one that irks me though. Not that it irks me. Like, I don't like it. It looks good, 
but it irks me because I see it being sold as NFTs. And, um, you know, for me, it's like, okay, I see it being sold as NFT. It irks me, but like you said, who cares, right? I kind of mm. keep it moving, like whatever. <laughs> um, it's this um, generated images. I forgot the name of the website, but it's like, um, it comes out pinkish. <laughs> I'm sure you've probably seen it. And oh. what it, what irks me about it is that between let's say 10 people use it right all the images look like you could tell where it was from mm-hmm. right and it's just like okay <laughs> i might as well just go do this you know like does it does it look are you talking about the one that kind of makes it look um like infrared where like the flower or like the entire tree line is all pink now no there ah oh god it's a website i think was it is it wombo or I can't remember. Hmm. It's like a, a, I mean, I'm going to, before we finish today's show, I'm going to find it. Next show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like a, some people, some people started posting it a while ago and I think people were just doing it for fun. And then Mm. obviously some people thought it was a good idea to start selling them as NFTs. Um, You know, and that's another thing with NFTs that I I've noticed. And, you know, with time, I think that's going to phase out Mm. as well, where, People go, oh, I heard this is one notion I that hurts me when people go, oh, I heard um NFTs, you can make money. Oh, yeah, of course you can. So what do you do? Are you an artist? Are you blah, blah, blah? Oh, no, I'm not. I just want to make money. Can I just like take a picture of my candle and sell it? <laughs> you sure can. You know what? Absolutely. If that makes you happy and someone's going to buy the picture of your candle. Uh, you go ahead. I mean? Like. Lori, <laughs> don't encourage this. Don't encourage this. And I'll tell you why I say don't encourage mm. this. I believe in if you're going to do something, do it well. I totally agree with you. If yeah, you want to sell I a do. picture of your candle, that's great. But put mm. your heart into it. Don't do it for the wrong reasons. Don't do it because, oh, I just want to make money. Like I'll have those type of conversations where they're like, oh, yeah. I'm just going to come, you know, once I make a little bit of money, I'll be back in a couple of months. <laughs> But people are doing that now. And that, I think oh. that's where you and I agree. Like, you know, we see the cash grabs. People are, oh. how many, how many PFPs have you seen where you look at the art and you go, oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me. Oh, like, couldn't you have invested more time in being intentional with your art? Yeah. You know, instead of just some where it looks like they just threw something together or let's, let's make another, another copy of a copy of a copy of something that looks like you know the apes like exactly on. oh yeah oh thank goodness the derivatives are starting to like reduce a little bit i think people are starting to realize you know um i might lose money yeah. <laughs> on this so let me just kind of not do it um I still, is- I, i've seen some for moon birds yeah. um which is you know whatever um See, I'm going to come out with a derivative called MF for birds. I've decided. We should. Let's do this. <laughs> These moon birds are going to be sitting at the at the at the school desk with cigarettes or whatever in their hand. Right. And and I mean, with the MFs, it makes sense though because MF is like a it's a meme culture, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're memeing the moon birds with an MFer, it still right. makes a lot more sense, you know. <laughs> then yeah. um, I'm just gonna do like a derivative cash grab, and then there. I mean, I I've thought about doing a project, and I'm just gonna say, um, mm-hmm. you know, just vibes. <laughs> yeah, just vibes. You and, know, no you know what? vibes. It, it it circles back around to this, Tony. Like, be original. 
Like, yeah, you are unique in what you bring to the table and you, you, you know, whether people like it or not, or I, I tell people and I tell, I tell people in my spaces, look, I might not, my art might not be your cup of tea and I'm totally mm-hmm. okay with that. Yeah. But at least I'm going to bring something to the table that is different. I'm not. Yes. What, it's what I love to do. And if it's, it's, it's going to, that is the fuel that's going to keep me going. I want to get back out there and get the next big storm and get them like my next, my next, uh, my next shot. I desperately want to get a picture of lightning going through a tornado. Oh, okay. God. How like, dangerous is that though? Pretty dangerous. Very oh, dangerous. But Lord. I have, I've seen one person, uh, capture a really incredible shot of lightning in the daytime, by the way, lightning bolt going through this dusty tornado. Yeah. And it is probably my favorite shot of all time. It's just jaw dropping. I'm like, I need to do that, but that means I need to get close to a tornado and I need to have the right settings and I need to be, um, on my toes. So I don't die because I don't want to be like, Hey, check out Lori's photo. She ain't around anymore. So she can't mint it, but oh. hey, at least she got a <laughs> no. great photo. You know, that would, but you know, the saddest part that would really suck, but then I would drive the value of your your work up. Isn't that crazy though? Like I'd be like, Hey, Tony, um, just make sure you recover my camera mint it for me (laughs) and whatever it sells for us, give that to my kids. Okay. Oh, Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, you've been doing storm chasing for a while, so I'm sure you know how to at least try your possible best to stay safe. You do. You know, you learn to mitigate risks. And and I really think that that's important that that those words mitigating risk is what you need to do before you jump into NFTs. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, my God. Yes. You're not going to. Oh, by the way, can you uh, can you DM me your 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 secret uh, passphrase? (laughs) if you say yes, we're going to have problems. <laughs> I know, right? My secret. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could just give it to you right now on the show. There you go. Get Maybe a pen. Get a pen ready. <laughs> my secret passphrase is my secret passphrase <laughs> is my secret passphrase. There you go. So, <laughs> I know. Again, it's, it's mitigating risk, right? Yeah. And I want people who are coming into the space or who are scared because most people come at it from a a position of fear and I get it. So I just want to tell people, you know, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to ask questions and it, it's, it's kind of not okay for us who are in the space mm-hmm. to get defensive about that. And so when you do yeah. that, you can, you can, you can take the edge off of their fear and then go, okay, now maybe, now maybe I am more interested in this and tell me, tell me a little bit more about this JPEG, you know, because, you know, maybe yeah. I could just right click, you know, if someone were to right click and save any of my photography, I stopped watermarking my work. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't care. I know that that's really contradictory, but you want to right click and save, go for it. There, It's I useless to them anymore. though. They can't it's sell used, it. Exactly. Make an NFT of it. And then they'll come after you because now you've just created a, a, a copy of it. It's still not the Mona Lisa baby. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You know, and I think for, um, you know, for me, I'm, I, I ask again, I ask myself and I'm asking obviously you as well. Um, what do you think the future of NFT? I mean, one of one art is in NFTs because I ask this because I think it is so important, um, for, 
one of one art to truly shine. Mm. And when I say truly shine, I don't mean like, you know, a handful of artists that are making it. I mean, like truly right. shine the way PFPs have been able to shine. Um, because I think this is what is going to change a lot of perception because when people start seeing that NFTs are not just, you know, what they think they are and they're actual artists in NFTs. And I'm talking, when I say people, I'm not talking about people in NFTs. I'm talking about, you know, the naysayers on the outside. And, and they say, see that NFTs are actually changing real artists' lives, real musician lives, you know? Um, I think it will be very helpful you know, in terms of like, I don't want to use the word PR. <laughs> well, yeah, I could use the word PR, NFTs PR, um, you know, because it does have a little bit of negative PR out there. Um, right. But yeah. So what do you think is the future of one of one crypto art in NFTs? You know, I think there's a huge future in it. I really do. I, I think that we've already seen it in the the, the months past where, Generative projects, they're great for people that want to flip, but do people want to collect the, other than your, your very select few, a Moonbird mm -hmm. or the, a board Ape or something? What about all those other generatives? Do people really want to just put that on their wall? They might, there might be a few, but what yeah. about the rest of them? Most of those people are just into the, are into degening as we like to call it, where they're just trying to flip JPEGs mm -hmm. and maybe, maybe, you know, fill their bags for a time and then sell you know sell off so that they can they can fill their bags with with eth or whatever it else else it is and that's that's some of the biggest criticism that people have when they come at me with like it's just about degening and flipping and it it only goes up right the money is only going to go to the highest people yes well, you know i can have that conversation but we're nearing the end of this podcast i guess i know <laughs> but it's, it's so I was... important it's so important to answer the question as far when it comes to you know, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing an appreciation for art. I'm seeing the capabilities of having um, that digital asset of people wanting to own that. Why mm -hmm. do I say that? Because I am a collector myself. I love to collect NFTs when I have my own metaverse walls, you know, these these homes like someplace where yeah. they're creating these metaverses. I want these images. And by the way, usually the utility that other photographers offer me, which I also offer to them, is to give them a link to the actual full-size download, high-resolution image yes. photo. And mm -hmm. I want them to print it. I don't care what they do with it as long as they're not trying to sell it. You know? Yeah. As long as, but if they're going to use it for, for, for uh, private purposes and have it on their screen or have a print on their wall... I've been sent so many NF, so many f photos through the mail by people whose NFTs I collected. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I love, I'm about to put them all in frames and they're going to be on my walls. And what are they? They're copies of the NFT, right? They're just yes. a printed copy. And I'm still going to love it. I'm going to appreciate having those because I love art. And if you come from a place of loving art and you buy that NFT, I don't think you can go wrong because who's to tell me that, again, who's to tell me that I, I may or may not like a certain NFL jersey from someone, you know, no, one's, yeah. no, no one can change my mind on that. So why bother? Because and I, I also collecting too. I know. Right. And I, I also think the future, um, you know, I spoke about this in the previous mm -hmm. episode um, is we're going to see where NFT or digital screens will be standard in every home. 
And then you can, you don't even need the prints. You can just show off your NFT, (laughs) you know? That's exactly it. I really think that we're at the point now where you can either, you you can either jump into the pool or you can jump into the, to the ocean, or you can, you can just wait because the the tide's coming in Mm -hmm. one way or another, the tide's coming in and you know what, and, and just look at what's going on when you, when you see, um, Instagram preparing to sell NFTs through the app, you're just going to be able to go, I like this photo or I like this, whatever they're providing. And yeah. that token also comes with the utility of, of, of getting this jewelry with it or whatever it would be. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to swipe. And what it's going to do is it's going to usher in this new way of purchasing both in real life and in web three. So in I agree. I think that it's just going to be easier. And when it gets easier and a little more secure where we're not having to, you know, jump through so many hoops to, to create that secure space and secure mm-hmm. wallet, hardware wallets and all that good stuff. When that happens, I think it's going to be more universally accepted, but right now we're going to continue to get a little bit of crap and that's okay too. I got to keep that ledger. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> got to keep that ledger. Mm. Um, yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you um, on that. I think it, you know, with, the technology and with more people using it, it's going to get easier. They're going to find ways to make it easier. Imagine before last year, this time last year, well, when I first minted my first collection um, in NFT, there was no such thing as manifold, right? And right. look at how easy it is now to just have your own smart contract and mint on your own smart contract versus, you know, um, a year ago where nothing like that really existed for one-of-one artists. You had to either use OpenSea or pay a developer a crap ton of money um, to write a smart contract for you or sit there and try to figure out how to do the smart contract yourself. And I think over time, more people with more people coming into the space, Mm. um, it will get easier because they're going to find more ways to make it easy for people to use. Um, And there are some brilliant people in NFT. So yeah, definitely um, hundred percent agree with you. Um, But yeah, so yeah, so we're approaching. Ah, oh, it has been such an interesting conversation. I'm like, no, no, what, where did the time go? Yeah, oh my goodness! Like, it just well, you stopped, Tony. You stopped saying one of one. <laughs> so did I say one on one again? Oh, one on one. Yeah, you stopped saying that. So I that's did. Good. So that's it. We're 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 improving. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like gonna obsess and go listen to every single past episode and count how many times I said one on one. Probably. I hope, I hope, I I hope, like, what was my brain? Like, where did, anyways. (laughs) I just want you to know that this has been so refreshing to, to be able to, to just kind of talk shop, right? Like, I don't, quite often, you know, people want to hear my story and and I do love sharing it. I do think it's important because I love hearing uh, other people's stories also, because there's such a, I don't know, there's just, there's such a reward getting to know people on a personal level, but to, yeah. to just kind of be able to just kick back and kick it and talk, especially photographer to photographer. Yeah. This, this is, this is my gig. This is my jam. I love photography. <laughs> I love the reason why I'm here and it's community. It's photography, community and community. You know what yes. I mean? Absolutely. 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 hundred percent agree with you, but I'm going to have to put you in the champagne or hot seat. Uh Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll have so, to put you in the lightning round. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. So the champagne or hot seat says, all right. So I'm going to ask you a question. Um, 
we're going to pretend it's one of those truth or truth questions in the NFT space. If you had to choose your absolutely favorite collector, who would it be? Oh, why you got to do that? (laughs) (laughs) You're saying people who have collected from me? Yes. Or just anybody? Your your favorite collector. It could be anybody, actually, to be fair, it could be anybody. Okay. Well, I just have to say that it has to be the one person who has collected more from me than anybody else I know. And it would be um, NFT XYZ, Zarachis. I know it's hard to say his name, but Zarachis has been in the background, just he he follows he just had sometimes he's just listening in spaces never trying to ask for anything yeah he is such a support especially for women and other underrepresented artists i've seen him buying art um from from underrepresented artists i see people i see him buying art from from all over the world and i just think that that's amazing buys a lot of art from women and he just he just buys it it's it's he gets it wherever I think foundation is the big thing where he gets it from, but he has mm-hmm. bought, I can't tell you how many pieces he's bought, but also my first collector, I have to, there are, you know, that first collector really does make. True. You know, <laughs> and, and, and by the way, my first collector was also, um, and I, I can't, I, I can't give out his name, but uh, he was also just so important in sending me messages saying, Hey, don't ever doubt yourself, believe in yourself. And, and understand that that I bought this and I believed that this is what it was worth because that's what you thought you were worth. Yes. Wow. You know, talk to your collectors, right? So uh those two, my first my first person and the one who's bought the most, NFT XYZ. Awesome. I'll see it wasn't that hard. <laughs> now everybody else is gonna hate me, like, oh, you didn't pick me. Like, no, I know. <laughs> No, they'll understand. You know, the, that collector artist relationship is such an important one. And um, totally. it's one that, you know, not to be underestimated because I say about my collectors too, I'm like, y'all are like family at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I sometimes almost feel like, I, I mean, I don't have a favorite, but they're probably some that I interact with more. I have um, a collector, her name is Sorland, and we interact a lot. So when I talk to her, she might come across as like, if you ask that question, I might, you know, say her name first because we interact a lot and she's so bullish on me. It's, it's just amazing. But then they all that. are right. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, because of the interaction, um, between us, um, she comes to mind, um, for me a lot. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> mm-hmm. if that helps ease the tension for you, I've put myself on the spot too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So if you had one thing that you could tell my listeners listening about NFTs, what would it be? And this is not a hot seat question. This is just your, um, I am here and I am telling you this (laughs) question. I would just tell people, you know, especially if you're new to NFTs, you're going to discover that there's a lot of questions and it's kind of scary at first. But there is a great community. I don't care if your fears are, you want to call it an MLM or all that stuff. Just put it aside. No, we're not a cult. I'm not going to go meet with Tony and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to have these weird ceremonies, you know, candles and, and robes. We're not doing that. We're not no, sacrificing we're not. anything. I promise you. Um, so put all those fears aside and just come hang out. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to 
you know, check out my wares. Although if you're a collector, please, by all means, check out my wares, you know. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> hey, which is generally, yeah, which is generally good people, right? You know. Yeah. And so just hang out with the community because it was that community when I first got here that made it all the more worth it. And that's the reason that I stayed, which is, I say this all the time. I came for the coin, but I stayed for the community. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, Lori. It has been such a pleasure chatting with you. Like I feel like not ending the show um, <laughs> now, um, but yeah, if um, my listeners want to find you, how can they find you? Oh, it's, it's so easy. Like Instagram, YouTube and especially Twitter. Twitter is my jam now, but we'll see if Elon changes everything up. Hopefully he doesn't destroy spaces or something. That would be terrible. But uh, <laughs> you can find me at Lori Grace AZ, L-O-R-I-G-R-A-C-E. And then the AZ is the ending for Arizona. So Lori Grace AZ, you can find me pretty much anywhere. So it's the easiest. Awesome. Way. And I will make sure to put that in the show notes as well. So they can find you um, by clicking the link or copying and pasting it. Thank you so much, Lori. Um, I appreciate you for coming on the show and we will catch each other in the NFT Twitter stream. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Yes, we cross, we cross paths enough. Thank you so much, Tony. This has been great. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Alrighty, so that has been it for today's episode of the NFT Talk Show podcast. I hope you really enjoyed that. I know I enjoyed every second of that conversation. Do not forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend about the NFT Talk Show podcast. And if you have not done it yet, do not forget to subscribe. If you are listening, hmm, I was thinking to myself, I think NFT Talk Show podcast listeners, we need our own name, like how the Champagners have a name and friends of the Champagners have a name. What should we call the NFT Talk Show podcast listeners? Come let me know. Hop in the Discord Go on Twitter at NFT Talk Show. Click on the Discord link and get your podcast listener role in the Champagner Social Club Discord. And let me know, what do you think we should be called? I'm a listener too. I'm a host and I'm also a listener. Yes. So um, that is it for today's episode. I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.